everybody, welcome to another edition of the State Champs Preps podcast. Got a full house here inside the podcast studios in the State Champs Sports Network studios. We've got Scott, palatial. Yes, State, exactly. State Champs Network studios. Yep, here on the campus of Lawrence Tech, we've got Scott Bernstein, who you just heard with us, and Jeff Dulac. Tom Markowski has made the trip down here. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this on Friday, if you happen to pick it up before games get going, uh, we will uh, be having our radio show tonight, 1030 mm-hmm. to midnight. Should be, if we don't start at 1030, it'll be like 1040. Right. It should be right around there. So uh, we'll be going to uh, we'll be going to 1211 no matter what they've told us. So we get a little extra time, nice. Tom. So we talked about having Menominee coach, former coach Ken Hofer on. Mm-hmm. We talked about Wes Gall having him on. We can actually fit him into those last two segments and not have to cut him short. So cool. we're kind of having a show meeting as we do our podcast. So, <laughs> uh, uh, listening, that's, uh, I'm Looking forward to bo- uh, hearing from both those coaches. Yeah. Hopefully, Ken will call us. He's going to see his son, uh, Chris, coach Kingsford against uh, Escanaba, which is a huge game up there in, in God's up, country. It is way up there. Way up up the, you cross the bridge, you still got a, you know, a trek to go. But yeah. Um, yeah, and Wes Gall is just a fascinating uh, Yeah, person. the Manchester head coach right. who is stepping down after yeah. 29 years, I believe he was there. He, got to the finals once. Right, and he got to the semis a couple of times. Yep. You yep. know, he's lost, uh, I think it was uh, Inkster. I have to go back a ways. But, right. um, you know, he's just a fascinating character. I mean, he was AD for the last 18 years. Um, he coached five different sports. Yeah. I mean, That's volleyball, awesome. all these other softball, football, right. baseball. You know, at a like, high school, you don't really yeah, talk about a yeah. whole lot when it yeah. comes to, to sports. Started right. out at Saline, where he graduated from. Yeah. That's Interesting awesome. Interesting man. Yeah. And if you, if you miss those interviews on the radio show tonight, we'll have those podcasted. At some point this week, and check it out on SoundCloud or on our State Champs website, uh, statechampsnetwork.com slash podcast. Yeah, we always do a best of kind of the radio show, the best of the segments, what we get to. So, yep, something that uh, you can listen to while you're in the car or at home or whatever you're doing. So, uh, anyway, welcome. We want to talk about bubble teams here since we're in week nine, which is amazing that we're here already. Uh, It is, but uh, uh, teams that we... The weather doesn't tell you that. No, it sure doesn't. Uh, Just phenomenal, which is, yeah, this this whole football season was was beautiful. Second or third warmest September in world history. <laughs> I know. Yeah, as, as far as weather goes, this is yeah. definitely the greatest see, football the season we've ever had. I love this, it. but I, I love the global no, warming. For, at this for, point. for guys that cover football, and send the cards have, and letters anytime. Don't have the luxury of heated press boxes. Right. I mean, I literally yeah. did not have one rain game. In the entire well, season. I can think of maybe one week where that, it was uh, kind of chilly by the end of the game. Other right. than that, it's been really nice not yeah, having right. to bundle up. Or no. no. I don't remember a season where all nine weeks were this good. Well, yeah. how, how, how about a football season where we didn't have those lightning delays? Yeah. Oh, oh, don't, don't, you know what? don't jinx it. We still got playoffs. I know. I know you're right. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting there. <laughs> lightning in November. Right, right, you're right, going to be yeah. like, damn it, Lord. No, right. Then you'll be you know, you know, saying, see, it's global warming. Lightning <laughs> in November. I know. I know, exactly. No doubt about it. So these are the teams we want to kind of uh, figure out, uh, do they have a shot of getting in and uh, or not? Or are they going to be uh, going home? So, uh, you know, lots of, of teams who are not just 5-3, and three, but teams who are 4-4. Four and four. So right. we have last year we had a record. How many, was it 40 yeah. teams there that was, went in? Yes, there was a, that, a, that something. were 5-4. Five and, four. Five and, four. Mm-hmm. and going into this weekend, just give a little um, – background we had 76 teams that were five and three that had a chance to clinch now i had uh, coach tom milano over at warren mott asked me because they're four and four and i believe if they beat gross points out tonight they'll get in as a five and four team he was asking me well how many teams you know do you think i said well 
you know, a, a round number would be 60 out of the 76, you would think, would be the 5-3s. and threes. But it might be a little higher because of the nine teams that were 5-3 and three yesterday, eight of them won. Right. So that's a pretty high percentage. You know, if that trend continues, then you might have less than – you might only have 20 to 25 teams at 5-4 and four get in, which in years past that was kind of your normal number. But we've seen that increase as times go on. And people have asked me, why is that, Tom? Well, I don't really have the great answer for that. But I think part of the answer is I think people or teams are more competitive now, meaning games are more competitive. And I don't think they're, you know – there's many as those nine and O's that are making everybody else two and seven and three and six and that type of deal. I think some of it has to do with, uh, well, piggybacking off what he just said, uh, some of it has to do with beca- uh, the reason, the root of the fact that it's more competitive, in my opinion, some of it has to do with all this uh, the, kind of the shrinking of the PSL, mm-hmm. the shrinking of the Catholic League, uh, the emergence of charter schools where you kind of litter the, um, the landscape with uh, I don't want to. I don't want to use the word dilute. It doesn't dilute it. It just spreads it out. More. Spreads it out more. Well, I can tell you, there are a lot of uh, teams that maybe are on the bubble. That, there are not a lot of good matchups in these. A lot of them are yeah. going to be five and four because they're playing teams with either a one win or no wins. Yeah. Right. Not, one thing that bothers me with some of these five and three teams that how they got them set up, you know. And granted, the PSL has their own way of scheduling their non-league games at the end of the season. For instance, Brother Rice played Southeastern yesterday, which I don't have a problem with. Um, you have two leagues. That happens everywhere throughout right. the state. Even West Gauls team at Manchester, they played a crossover uh, this week. It's a, they have an agreement with another conference. Right. That, you know, two in, your seventh-place team plays seventh-place team. I like right. that. Yeah. You know, like he said, you have a two two bottom teams that are 0-8. One of them is going to get a win. I like yeah, that I idea. like that, yeah, for sure. sure. You, you want them to have feel good a little bit about their season. <laughs> right. But what I don't like, in my point here is there's too many blowouts happening on these ninth weeks where these five and three teams are just getting cakewalks, yeah. brother rice for one. But I, like I said, I don't have a problem with Some that. Sometimes it's not a coincidence. No. And, and I mean, in terms, in terms of the way they set their schedule. No, I, right. see, that's what I'm getting at with yeah. the PSL. They are they're, um, deliberately setting up these matchups within their own league. For instance, Mumford loses in the semifinals in the playoffs last week. Now they're playing some bad, bad team this week to get yeah. into the playoffs. They were so bad, they forfeited. Right. And it actually happened to Henry Ford as well. Henry Ford was 5-3, and three, and now they're 6-3 and three because of a forfeit on Thursday. To me, that's a joke. It yeah. really makes a joke of the 6-3 and three thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's really crazy is the OK Conference has got a lot of bubble teams. Yes, yeah, they, they do. do. You know, and, There's parity there. And, and you've, got, you've got Lowell, though, taking on Grand Rapids Northview. Grand Rapids Northview is 1-7. and seven. Right. right. That's Lowell's going to be 5-4. and four. They're, they're Or they're going to be 6-3. and three. Correct. Yeah, so... Uh, but those things are set up well is in it, advance. Y- is it? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I was going to ask because... No, those things are just like... Um, Traverse City Central is taking on Cadillac. Cadillac's two and six. Th- those those games there, that's a conference game. Okay. Um, those so, things are set up. So Rockford-Hudsonville is great because Hudsonville's four and four. Rockford's yep. five and three. Speaking of which, yeah. I think Hudsonville gets in with a win. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think if, yeah. I'm and not Rockford. sure if Rockford does, though, okay. because you have one of those situations where they're both equal East there. Kentwood, 5-3, and three, Caledonia, 3-5. and five. 
Caledonia is a good three and five team. Okay. They get they get kind of uh, the short end of the stick with the Caledonia. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they got moved out of the white into the red, and they yeah. said, and when I it, I did a story on that, and that guy said, man, just because we had a good year doesn't mean we got to get bumped up with right. the big guys. Right. I mean, the enrollment of Caledonia compared to those other schools, yeah. there's like twice this uh, half the size of a Rockford. Yeah. Unity Christian five and three taking on a four and four Byron Center team. So that that you know yeah. those things are already set up. I just yeah. don't like some of these things. Oh yeah, we lost in the semi. So right. you get to play this team on Correct. the bottom of our league. Well, right. really? Right. That's that's the way you're going to set things up, huh? That to me, that's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. This is not a joke. We're playing football. <laughs> exactly. You know, one matchup that I like this week, and I, it sounds biased because it's from my side of the town, but Wald Lake Central is five and three. And they got to take on Wald Lake Western rivalry this, game. Yep, they've got a new setup where they're, this is always going to be the last week of the season. Good, but, good. But Wald yeah, Lake, I like that. I like that. But Wald Lake Central, I. I think they need a win to get in. I'm not entirely yes, sure. I would think. Um, and that, see, they're playing games within themselves. That's that's the downriver league right. syndrome. Yep. If you keep playing yourself and you try to get in and play points, you're, you're right. behind the eight ball. Right. But the thing that I think we've all come to, to realize, Wild Lake Western's not a world beer. This isn't the Wild Lake Western no. team from 2016. No, no, they can be beat. So this is going to be a, a real rivalry game. Western, Central, they don't like each other. And I, it's going to be interesting. No, not. It'll be interesting to see well, how, do, do you know. Do they shake hands after that game? Yes, <laughs> I, I believe they do. They A couple of years ago, they didn't, I think. Okay. But it was, well, that, it's that, interesting. That, that was know, half tongue in cheek, by the way. Yeah, the one real, right. The one <laughs> real blemish is they lost to Warren Michigan Collegiate, yep. Wild Lake Central. You know that was their that, that, that was you know and that, that was Oops. a yeah exactly twenty eight <laughs> to fifteen too it wasn't close. Be that as it may, so. Warren Michigan Collegiate is a really good team for no their they level. are and they beat Lakeland which which was a good win that you is know a good win. And, uh, and and Lakeland's in the playoffs they only lost to Northern by two points so yeah I think I, you're right I mean Wall Lake Western seven and one but it's it's a team that is has just eked out yeah uh, some some wins this hasn't been your Western team win by three touchdowns on a no. week in, week in week out basis right but they have you know finished strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last couple of weeks, but they had the Southland schools, which you know <laughs> we're not. St- I mean, you know, East is still Thomas, trying to find you itself. You know, I mean, East has been in this league for so long now, mm-hmm. and they still have they yet that to one year develop any kind of. They had one year where they they went to the playoffs and had a good year. Uh, they had that quarterback, Cam, Cam, Cam Thomas, Thomas, who went on to go to Western. Not sure what happened. To I think he's the still there. Okay. I think he's like a uh, second or third string guy. But uh, yeah, that was the you know, unfortunately, uh, you know when when uh, you're blessed with a Division One quarterback and you're like third or fourth year in existence or whatever, uh, de- it definitely helps. Didn't give they play you a, somebody in the first round? Saint Mary's. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, Saint Mary's. Mary's. But uh, you know that that was kind of like I said, it was kind of a blessing from above. Not you know, usually schools in their first couple years of existence don't get Division One quarterbacks. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, unfortunately, that was kind of an aberration for them, uh, or, or at least what what's been the history of that school so far. So, mm-hmm. so what are the, some some other bubble teams that? I, uh, well, we talked about Benton Harbor on the radio show mm-hmm. earlier in the season, mm-hmm. and there I, I even said if they went out, they'd be five and four, and I wouldn't be surprised because of the schedule they play that they would get in as one of those at-large teams, so to speak. But they are sitting at 4-4. Four four. Mm-hmm. They have the most playoff points of any 4-4 four and four Class B team. So they're in good position. So I, I, I see the Tigers getting in at 5-4. and four, but That's a team I want to see get in, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, you they, know, they, they up the their schedule. They played some team from Chicago. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? They, they played Divine Child in they, Week 1. I think they played Traverse City West. Yep, I think so, too. You know, they play a tough schedule. They were bit by the injury bug. I think that's a team that... 
even at five and four, even with a little bit of a, a down season, without looking at what the schedule was, this is a team that can still win a couple of games I in the postseason. Yeah, because they played good competition. Yeah. They're that not going to be intimidated. So, that means so much. It really does. Some yeah. people get so hooked up on what, or what your record is. Right. Or you go in there I eight and so one. I would so much rather be <laughs> six and three with you know uh, uh, quality tested losses. by the fire mm-hmm. than eight and one, and where it's just been a cupcake fest. Right. See, Way back when I have in the, any this sport. conversation yeah, with uh, some of my buddies about the playoffs. And, you know, teams say, oh, we're great. We got in the playoffs. Uh, really? What would you do in the first round? Well, right. we lost by 40 points. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I'm not so sure you belonged in the playoffs yeah. if you lost by 40 points. Right. Now, if you win a first-round playoff game, to me, that legitimizes, makes it legitimate yeah. that you made the playoffs. Uh, Messed up there. It's all right. We got some good ones in the KLA. You got a you get four a pass of, after 40, yeah, exactly. 40 some years. Tom. You got a four and four, <laughs> a four and four Salem team, which has been much better this year, taking on uh, Northville, who's three and five. Disappointing season for Northville. Yeah, what I'm looking if at, they get that two, win. Right, it's possible. I'm looking at Heartland too. They and Heartland's play four and four. They play Plymouth, who's three and then five. Heartland's going with more playoff points now. Now, when I say those things. Things could change because of the teams you beat during the regular season. If they win, you get more playoff points. Correct. I hope that says enough without me explaining it yeah. more. So just because you have more playoff points at this time doesn't mean you'll end up with more, if right. all things being equal. Right. Two, two four, really and fours also with Centerline and East Point. How about that? Oh. Yeah. Well, East Point's really come on. They actually played a decent schedule this year. Not, Roseville, another team in that area, has actually played well, too. Where would they be, like a Division Four school? No, I think they're pretty big. East Detroit, they? yeah. They're up. They're probably East Point? Three. East Point? East is that, is that used to be East Detroit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They'll be right, at two okay. or three. Well, now they'll call, isn't it called East Point, East, East Point. Detroit? Right. Yeah, I think it's oh, okay. official. But yeah, they didn't yeah. Want the city be is East Point. They didn't want to be associated with Detroit. I think they changed it like in the mid or early 90s. Now that Detroit's getting a better right. name for itself, they want to go back. They're going to go back. They want to go back. <laughs> right. Yeah. You've got Lansing Sexton, who's five and three, but they've got Eastern this week. They're zero and eight. Yeah. So they'll be five and four, but that's one of those situations where they're not going to get any playoff points no, as a result. No, of they that. will not. Well, you're playing a Class A team and they're Class B, so in yeah. that respect, you do get some. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you're the lower classes playing up, you're going to get a little bit more points that way. So yeah, it, it, it works differently. If uh, Wall Lake Northern loses. Uh, in week nine to Lakeland, which is a possibility because Lakeland's strong pretty good this year. Uh, they'll be five and four. Um, I'd be interested to see if uh, they have a chance to get in from the from the uh, new Lakes Valley conference. Boy, I'm looking at East Point's enrollment. They're down to 1,100. Yeah, they they might slip in at D2 or a big D3. That's you know, fun. another interesting thing is our buddy uh, Richie Pop has really turned around that Lakeshore program. Mm-hmm. They're four and four, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And they're taking out five and three Roseville. So if they beat a five and three Roseville team, is Lakeshore it's in the playoffs? Possible. They don't have a lot of playoff points coming into this. Yeah, but you are going to get I mean, some South Lake's from one and seven. You one. are going to get a lot of points because you're playing a Class A school that has five wins. So that really bumps you up. There. Yeah, going, yeah. Go, going back to Lakes Valley, uh, Wild Lake Central, who, in my opinion, this year a great coaching job by Coach Meyer to have that team knocking on the door of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they'll get in, right. but they play Wild Lake Western in that crosstown showdown uh, tonight. And if they lose, they'll be five and four. Yep. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if uh, Central or Northern. Uh, right, because Northern's got Lakeland, yeah, and Lakeland is five and two. And so Central's uh, best. Possible. They lost a game there yeah. somewhere. Central's Lakeland best did. player is uh, a transfer from Orchard Lake St. Mary's, who won a state title in the last couple of years. Um, Tyler Markray mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, came over from the Catholic League. Uh, is ru- running the ball. Uh, he was more of a linebacker uh, at Orchard Lake. I think wanted to 
feature uh, get, get get you know get to carry the rock his senior year is over at Wall Lake Central and, yep. and everyone I've spoken to I haven't seen them play this year but everyone I've spoken to says that he is a real uh, terror in between the tackles one of these uh, broad shouldered power backs mm-hmm. that has speed he's got a preferred walk on offer from Oregon yep. so so he's you know he's out there he's he's a his, his, people are waiting on to his, see how how big of a year he has, and I think he's shown it this year. His dad was actually catching passes from uh, Jimmy Harbaugh uh, at the University of Michigan back in the eighties. Triando Mark, right? oh, oh, nice. Yes. What a great name! Yes. Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, Lavoni Stevenson actually has had a bounce back season this year. They're five and three. They're taking mm-hmm. on six and two Franklin. If they beat Franklin at five and four, they'll be in. Right. Yep. So uh, that be will all, be. I think that would Fra- be all three Lavonia schools in if Stevenson. Correct. If they right. can beat Franklin. Yeah, right. Stevenson beats Franklin. Right, although I think that's a tall order. Yeah. Uh, I like Franklin. Up and, and down for Stevenson this year. They yeah. played well mm-hmm. at times. I really do. Li- I like Churchill out of all the Livonia oh, schools. Absolutely. You know, they're 7-1. Their quarterback, also Brooks, uh, Drew also. And, and, yeah, he's a junior. And it's Churchill-Canton tonight. Two 7-1 right. mm-hmm. schools. Actually, a very intriguing matchup. I was uh, My daughter goes to Canton, so we had parent-teacher conferences last no night. So I got, I got I- actually inundated with several people. <laughs> Everyone's like, we, who we wanted, need some love. Who wanted, who, well, they wanted, from they, Lauren. Yeah, they wanted to find out, you know, really my thoughts is Canton the real deal this year, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, you know, they're playing very well, and they're as, as well coached as anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I said I hadn't seen them live yet this year, but, um, you know, I never would count out. This is obviously a big game for them this week. Mm-hmm. You know, they beat, you know, because you want to play a good team going into the playoffs. They might get stuck with Churchill in the district. And there you go. Yep. You know, so you want to be able to, to establish right. your dominance on them if you can, and if they can have a lopsided win. Uh, then Churchill's going to limp into that rematch. Um, But, again, I I always tell them, I I always love Canton. You know, unfortunately, they get uh, Catholic Central in the regionals, or they get a Romeo team that was playing outside of its mind Mm -hmm. uh, in the regionals in the snow game. That was the snow game. Uh, I said, but as the weather worsens, Canton is always in better shape because of the style of play that they they, execute. They're so disciplined, and um, they have that – like you said, that that system they run, yeah, man. the November offense, it's it is. Like, it's like clockwork. It's like uh, you know, down at the the old Rouge plant. That's you right. Know? It's just like it's it's an assembly line, and every day, every uh, game, every snap, you know what you're going to get from them. Right. Well, you know, they lost to Mona first game of the mm-hmm. season. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. You know, look what Mona's done. Especially now, yeah. And they play extremely well since then. So I mean, they haven't scored below 35 points, and that was only one. Everything else is is 40 and above the rest of the year. You know, looking at the the And these are against decent teams. I mean, Stevenson is decent. Novi is decent. Salem Mm -hmm. is decent. Plymouth has been kind of down. Right. Um, You know, they killed Heartland on the grass field. Yep. So... You know, but but looking at uh, the snooze to you uh, yeah, projections, Canton is in a tough district. They yeah. got th- this projects them opening with Celine, and then yeah. they would take on the winner of Salem and Belleville. Yeah, that's and a then, tough one. You that's know, a they could r- have yeah. ca- a team like Cast Tech waiting for them in the region. Right, but you know what they say: you come out of that district. Yeah, you're right? better for it. You're you're exactly because the other side of that, if it's if it plays. Uh, we've got a Cast Tech team that is not as good as they have been in the past. Uh, Lavo- it could be, you know, he's got Livonia Stevenson in Western International and and a Fortson team that is not what it is it once was. So and Canton plays Fortson, they yeah. know that that 
program. Right. So I like them coming out of that region if they get out of their district, mm-hmm. which will be two extremely tough games no matter who I still wouldn't look past Cass. I know that they look like they're kind of a, a wounded animal after what happened uh, right. last week, but I, I st- they got so much talent They do. There. Yeah. And again, <laughs> and like I've just said they're not, I don't think they're as good no, they're as ab- they absolutely. have. No, no, I'm not, I'm not they're trying, vulnerable, to, under, I'm not trying they're, to undermine right. your point because right. you're right. They're not. Right. I'm just saying that. I st- I'll still ride with that. No, I that, hear you. That uh, that talent train. And that they'll come out of that. Rides. I think they'll come yeah. out of that district uh, easily. Cast Tech. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they have them with. They, they have they've got them. Stevenson. Yeah. They, the Snooze has Stevenson in even with a loss. Uh-huh. Um, they would take on Stevenson district opener and then the winner of Fordson and Western International, which we know will likely be. Fordson. I'll take Cass. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we're, exactly. We were but I'm, t- I'm telling you, in the region, if Belleville and Cass meet. I, I really like what I've seen out of Belleville yeah. this year. They'll, they'll give them a and run. What a grudge if, match. If not, beat be. them. Right. Yeah. Or they have a chance to beat them. There's yeah. No and then I think you know that district final, Canton and Belleville, if it happens, I think that's another great matchup. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I look but I don't know if Canton beat in Salem. I mean, uh, uh, Celine. Me, Celine. I know. Yes. I mean, I'll tell you, a, a, huge, a, a huge factor, a game-changing factor in that in that cast uh, camp right now. When we didn't know at the start of the year whether Kalen Gervin was going to be able to right. make you know make the whole campaign or even you know get get off, get off the ground in the right. campaign. Right. And, Had a pick and six he, right last week. Yeah, he's looked great uh, so That's far so far through these nine weeks. And you know, he, he was dealing with some turf toe, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they were talking about possible surgery. Maybe he's put it off and is just dealing with it. I'm not exactly sure of the medical situation, but all I know is that uh, it doesn't look like he's lost much right. of a step if he is playing injured mm-hmm. and. Um, Obviously, like we said, there's a lot of other talent there, but you know we had Kalen Gervin as our uh, in the board before the season when we were doing our top players. We had him as number one on the board. Uh, we brought him down to I think uh, eight, It'll nine, 11. ten, or eleven uh, because of uh, the uncertainty with the injury. But you know, mm-hmm. having him, like I said, this, that's Charles Woodson. Yeah. yeah, you know DeAndre Square for Castec. He's been banged up, and I think that's a big key to their success this year because I think they're going to use him both be. both ways. He didn't play uh, when I saw Castec play Mumford. Um, and he played. Li- he was limited against King last week. So, and let's face it, he's probably playing a half against yeah. their other games right. against far uh, inferior competition. Yeah. So, how much DeAndre Square plays, how much of a factor he can be, I think is going to These be are the, the game. The key for this them. is the time he's going to have to step up. And yep. you know what? They have players step up in the playoffs. They like realize that they flip yep. the switch. Right. If they are healthier because of the lack of competition, they're all. These are all top D one recruits. Mm-hmm. A lot of these yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Every they, year they, they got a dozen. Right. So they know. This is, the, this is the time to dial it up. Yeah. So it's funny. I, I flipped over to D2 in, in uh, uh, the uh, Snooze to You Mapatology, and, and they've, he's got – it's funny because we were talking about the – I'm going tonight to the East English uh, King game and uh, the PSL Championship. He's got East English winning too, just like John uh, Tom's got East English beating King tonight by a couple. You know, I just don't think this is a great King team. I think it's a very, very good King team. And just like I think I, next year it will be a great King team. And it's going to be a great Cast Tech team yeah. next year too. So I think there's going to be some changes that, in that you the Catholic Central is another one. I don't think they're going to make a long run. That's just my opinion. But I just think you're going to see different faces, like a Belleville, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Belleville, if that happens in, the, in that situation, and you snooze to you has, they get a big break playing a rel- relatively easy first-round game yep. and watching Celine and Canton beat up on each other. Yep. Speaking of Celine Canton, Celine doesn't play a game this week. They're, all the staff's going to be at the Canton game scouting. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. 
Interesting. I'd yeah. rather be Celine than Kenton in that yeah. situation. For whatever, <laughs> right. for whatever the circumstances were, and, and some of this was beyond control of, of, of the school and the program, but Catholic Central losing Austin Brown, who's over oh, yeah. at Madison right now, and they're undefeated. They'll, they'll, they could play Division Seven. We'll see if they have a run in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just think if they were he was on their team. That's what I'm Which, saying. Wouldn't like, you that, think they'd be a D1 Caliber it, championship, state, yeah. possibly. They went thing? to the they went to the state title last year, mm-hmm. or right. st- to the state title game last year. Uh, Brown got hurt uh, in the <coughs> semifinal, couldn't play the final, um, and, and they they lost uh, pretty bad. Well, it's, that's always the case, you know. Cody White pins his, his yeah. ankle, whatever, in the semifinal at the end of a touchdown run. Yep. It was just so snowy, slip. Fantastic one at that. Yeah, I mean, Devin Gardner gets hurt in the semifinal for Inkster, mm-hmm. you know, right before I think they win the final. It, it, just, ta- it just takes Catholic it, Central uh, on, on, in, in the first year of the Dan Anderson regime. It just mm-hmm. makes them uh, – they're yep. just not as multidimensional. Yeah, no, they're going to have to earn it, man. They're, they're, and Genrich they're is vulnerable. A, Genrich is a good – he's a, a good – what do you say? He's like a game he's, manager. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. He's a good high school quarterback. But, you know, it's it's night and day compared to when you have Austin Brown uh, under center. Or even right. Theo Day. Yeah. And, if, and, and just so people and know. And if uh, Valeni's healthy, who knows how good Rice is rolling yeah, right well, they now. Well, they would have a two-quarterback system that right. would scare anybody yeah. between uh, the sophomores, Pisco Pink, and the junior, uh, Valente. Um, but uh, just, to, just to let people know, Austin Brown ended up going back to his home school. Right. Uh, he was going to a private school, Catholic Central. Uh, his dad's the athletic director at Madison. Mm-hmm. He lives in Madison Heights. His brother yep. uh, goes to Madison Heights, Madison. So he just ended dad up. was uh, the AD. Right? His dad's the yeah. AD. And, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a 40 minute. Scott has all this information because the Madison yeah. faithful. Oh, yeah. Have been <laughs> they've been hounding all week him. about why I haven't ranked uh, Madison yes. Heights Madison in my in my uh, Oakland Press uh, top ten and uh, I just I have a difficult time uh, ranking teams that are below Division four unless uh, you're something super yeah right, right. and like you know, the old school Ithacas yeah yeah, yeah like or the, the old Saint Detroit Loyola's yeah. if yeah. you were picking uh, right. you know the top ten in Detroit they would be one of them right. back in the day going going back to King real quick yeah. Um, you know, I think this this King team is is for real. I was kind of on board with you guys thinking that you know maybe they're not a great team this year. I'm looking forward to seeing um, them tonight. I, I haven't seen. Them I live, think so. in the previous three games, King has had either 22 or 25 sacks in the last three weeks. Their, their defensive line is their most underrated unit, and they've been fantastic. They've got really good linebackers, Tyrese Woods. Tyrese Woods. He's a standout. Beast mode every snap. You know, and then they got arguably the best safety in the state in Marvin, Marvin Grant, Grant. Uh, the 2019 class. That defense is as good as it's ever been. Um, and yeah, I think I think King is for real. I think the, the biggest X factor for that team is DeQuan Finn's development from last year to this year. He looks like a completely different quarterback. Mm. Uh, but King is for real. Yeah, if they again, if they go out and they beat East English tonight, mm-hmm. uh, and they do, and and De- and Finn really sees, you know, because they're going to face a really really good defense for mm-hmm. the second week in a row. Uh, then I'm with you. You know, I mean, I think they've he's got them slated. Uh, uh, Snooze has got him slated to say Franklin right, right off yep. the bat, which would be a great matchup because Franklin's a power I think that's a rematch running two years team. Ago. Yeah, and uh, you know a strong team that uh, is, is is can defend the run well. Yep. You're, you're going to win with your quarterback, mm-hmm. so that will be that will be interesting. Another guy, Jalen Jackson, who just got an LTU offer as their running back. Right. He's had like a breakout season this year. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Division three has got a lot of really good teams in it. Uh, I'll tell you something we won't have in the playoffs is three-time defending Division right. Three state right. champion Orchard. That's uh, right. Division Three state champion Orchard Lake right. St. Mary's. Yeah, S- so many teams that, of course, these are predictions, but that uh, that are 9-0, 8-1, 7-2. just loaded uh, in all the regions. Obviously, Muskegon is, is going to be the favorite, but, mm-hmm. you know, you've got, you can't ever sleep on 
uh, East Grand Rapids when they play Muskegon. Tom yep. was talking about if they match up in week two of the playoffs, he's going to go watch that one. Right. Snooze has got him in different it's regions. He's got him in different regions. Yeah, but they that do. could change. It could change. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, if Muskegon has to play Zeeland East in week two, that's right. not as easy. Right. I mean, that's just as difficult as mm-hmm. what I meant to say. Sure. Um, you, know. Um, you know who stares me down. But look at the D3. It's all on the west side. No, yeah. you tell me. You go to the, all right, Farmington Hills Harrison. That's a strong team on yeah. east side. Fenton, Correct. if they stay in Division Three, that's a strong team. But I go down this list, you know, Gibraltar Carlson. Right. They're good. Right. Blind Child, they're good. I don't. I see all the power in the west. Yeah, you know who steers everybody down right now in, in Division Three right now. We've talked about it before is Farmington Hills Harrison. Yeah, this could be a year where they make a run they to could, the, the you semis. Look at the well, brackets, right? If the brackets are, what, if, if these says, stay true, they yeah, they could be in finals. They mm-hmm. could be in the finals. Great, great this uh, is a good. This is a recipe uh, for a Harrison Muskegon <laughs> final would be welcomed. This right. is what this is the recipe for for success in the playoffs. It's called obviously <coughs> you got the Harrington factor. You got a great. Tom's been out celebrating the Dodgers win last night all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I was. I'm waiting on that. They still got four more wins. <laughs> That's right. You got That's the right. John Harrison factor, obviously, on the sidelines. It's, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. You got a outstanding running game led by Roderick Hurd. You have an outstanding yep. defense led by Ovi Agufo. No and you have a fast-improving quarterback in Noah Hendricks, who, although he's a senior, is playing his best uh, football of his career uh, as a guy that's kind of flourishing at the end of his you career. You know, I haven't seen Harrison play, so and this is a question that sometimes people don't understand why you're asking this, but how's their special teams? Oh, they got a, they, I would, they I would good say, return guys in Hurd and okay. Agufo. Yeah. Oh, what about their punter and kicking? I they mean, got a, re- they got a qual- quality kicker. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, can... if it gets to be 25 degrees outside, yep. sometimes that type of no doubt. Uh, David, uh, David Heiser is the kicker. He, yep. he's, uh, he can hit, hit from about 40, 45 yeah, yards. Yeah, he's, he's more than adequate. Right, Granite. I saw him know. against Stony Creek. Granite, mm-hmm. Stony Creek's not a, a great team, but it's a Division One school, yeah. and have big boys, and they kind of ran all I, over. I them, think the so. whole the question mark right. going into the season was what they were going to get from their quarterback position. Right. Correct. Uh, right. No, it was like as Jeff said uh, when we were talking about the, the the Catholic Central quarterback. He was more of a game manager type, a good. Uh, you know, someone that you can't sneeze at, but isn't someone that was going to win you games. Right. Uh, as the seasons progressed in 2017, Noah Hendricks is a guy that now can uh, throw on a consistent basis for 150, 200 yards, and that's a big difference from a guy that could throw for 50 or 60. Well, and the thing, right. the thing that uh, I think could also work in their favor should have played out. So they have one more year, right. correct, Harrison, as a yeah, school. They can be the one. Year. But apparently there's only going to be seniors there. Is that correct? Uh, no, it, Juniors it, and seniors. It, well, any, actually, I asked this. Anyone okay. can go there next year, unless you're, besides a freshman. Okay. Okay. If you're a sophomore to a senior, you oh, can Okay. Because I was going to say, how are you going to field a football team if you've only got seniors right. there, which means now, I'm this is the though, final year. I'm doubting there'll be a lot of sophomores, but okay. if, you, if you were a sophomore and you wanted to go to Harrison and you wanted to play football, so they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they'll, they'll have one more team. Yes. You're going to be uh, looking at a, probably a Division 5 or 6 team okay. yeah. because of the, the enrollment. The numbers. enrollment. So, okay, I just wanted to make sure... Because I was going to say, if this is kind of the, so, this really is for the most part the last hurrah. I would imagine well, at at the if, higher level. The, that's what I mean. But at, they'll, at have a, a, they'll have a full strength. They'll level. have Rod, Roderick Hurd coming back yep. next year. Yeah. yeah. Maverick Hansen's coming back mm-hmm. next year. Right. A Division one recruit on the line. Right. Uh, uh, Ovi's little brother. His name escapes me. He'll he'll be there next year. So, okay. They'll, yeah. They'll have it if they're playing Division. F- I mean, I don't I don't think uh, Nexter's group could make a run in Division one or two. Right. But I think Nexter's group would have a chance to make a run at Division five six. Right. But again, again, it's Division five six. Right. For them, for the. 
storied program yeah. it is that's yeah. beneath right. them. Yeah. And, you know, and it's kind of a, a, a scrap heap. The you story know. Look at yeah. Yeah. Just closing out on a good note. The, yeah, the yeah, so so there's a lot of motivation this yeah. season, right. especially with Coach just winning the all-time, yeah. uh, getting the all-time wins record. Yeah. Um, don't Let's not leave anything up to chance next year. Let's let's go and, yeah. and close this out. And it would be epic. if Every game will be a swan song next year. and I'm sure every home game, they'll cherish every second of it. bouquet of flowers waiting for him at center. And we'll be having a legend show on yep. uh, the legendary John right. Harrington that will air December 11th. We've already set the date on Fox Sports Detroit. That is uh, a 9 a.m. show. So Sunday, if it's either the 10th or 11th, whichever is that Sunday. Uh, and we'll have that. It'll be following the final episode of State Champs, which will be uh, the uh, the week before, which is when we select our Mr. Football. So and am I right? uh, as we get to the playoffs, we'll be getting into doing a lot of Harrington am coverage. I, am I speaking out of school to say that yes. Devin Funches did an interview? For he us? did already. Yeah. You know, you're not speaking out of school. In fact, uh, we have an in-focus story on that that includes some Funches sound bites uh, that will be airing this Sunday mm-hmm. on State Champs. Funches came into Detroit a couple yeah. weeks ago. With and Carolina. Helped, helped the Panthers beat the Lions. Yes, he did. Caught, caught a very, very, very tough touchdown catch where he just kind of snagged it yeah. out of the air. And uh, it was doing for the Panthers and Cam Newton what he used to do for uh, John Harrington in that last uh, state title team, that uh, the, the, the number 13, the one that broke the record. Yep. Most state. Not only is the winningest coach in the history of the state, he also has won the most state championship. The program has won the most I state titles. I think he's played in the most state finals. 13, he's played in 17 uh, state championship games, and uh, Devin was a junior on that 2010 team. The, yeah. yeah, the undefeated that team. team was the up, I, I misspoke with Churchill having the chance to play Canton in the playoffs. Churchill's going to be Division Two, which sets right. um, things differently in that bracket as well. Because on that side, the east side, you're talking about King. One team we haven't talked about that could get to the state finals, the team that came out of nowhere, I think, is Warren De La Salle. Yeah. They, were, oh, they were picked Absolutely. to finish last yeah. in the Central Division. Totally they look are, pa- look they are definitely the best team in that I had division. No, now, granted, it's no down, question. but there isn't any question. I had no zero question. expectations for Warren De La Salle going Especially into this after year. I saw well, going into week two. Going yeah. into week two, I was like, all right, it's going to be another year they for De La Salle. They were going to Granville. Yeah. And there was like 0-2. Yeah, Granville. Yeah, it was going to be 0-2. Now, where are you going to go with this one? You yeah. know? Yeah. Might as well have called the first game one, the week one game against Lowell, home game, because it's on their home yeah. turf at Wayne State. Yeah. You, you know, then they, then they go on the Marvelous job by Mike Giannone. By yeah, if it plays it's out. It's stunning that he did a great job. Yeah. It's, it's not stunning that he did a great no, job. Oh, no. He, I, I, everybody thought that. And mm-hmm. Talking to a lot of De La Salle people, they said, listen, you know, Giannone's a great coach. We, we have confidence in him, but, you know, things got to pick up. This was after the debacle against uh, Lowell, but mm-hmm. they've been playing It's the only great. time I saw them, so I guess my <laughs> unfortunately well, that was my you know, opinion the funny early thing, on. watching them, I, I watched that game. I said, they got more talent than Lowell, and they lose 36-6. to six. I if figure, it, if it plays out, they'll and uh, and East English wins. East English would, would take them in the final. regional, yeah. And then they'd have Ooh. to play King, the winner of that. Game. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know that 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 run that De La Salle made to their state championship a couple of years ago. Just I haven't seen them yet, but judging by the the results and what everybody else is saying, that De La Salle defense seems to be back. Yeah. You know that you know that really seemed to dro- drive them. You know they they really stopped. Uh, a good Mona Shores team in its tracks mm-hmm. a few Which years ago. Which was a Giannone trademark at Dakota. Yeah. Sure. Is, and, you know, and this strong. defense seems like it's it's as good as ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only held uh, CC had one good drive last week, mm-hmm. and that was it. Well, anything else you guys want to speak on real quick as we wrap up? I think. You know, I'm just looking forward to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, all these yeah. matches. I, I love watching. I love Snooze because yep. he's, you know, he's good to talk about. Yeah. 
all these different matchups. Yeah, if, like that. if you're a, a big fan of high school football and, and trying to figure out where your team is going to be, snooze2u.com is the place to go. He, the I, number I, two. Yes, S-N-O-O-Z-E, number two, Y-O-U.com. That's right. Um, I don't know how he has all the time and this able to come up with all the stuff but we've had him on the radio show before he's yeah. called he's reluctantly yeah. he's, right. he's he's called a laid he, back he doesn't he, really he's like a the low limelight. profile yeah. well i'll tell you what he i'm excited about job. as we as we uh go into the night and we'll resume uh, yeah. our talk once the playoffs are all set mm-hmm. um which is and we've been talking about it all year i mean it's this is the most wide open field uh, i really can remember with a couple exceptions but uh you know it's uh, it's really up for grabs and i, I don't I want to throw the clichés on but no i think the only i agree i think the only one that i would pinpoint that would be a slam dunk is muskegon catholic yeah. in division 8 other right. than that i can give you a bunch of names in yeah. the other divisions yeah one other uh team to keep an eye on that's Going to go into the playoffs at five and four is kind of a perennial power. Flint powers Catholic. Yeah, even if they lose tonight, they'll even be they in. I looked to, at their playoff. If they points. lose to to Davison, Davison tonight, which they probably will. Right, yeah, exactly. um, they're probably in, but this is a team that can still make a run. They got a really good defensive end named Hunter Crenshaw. Um, and you know that's a watch good for point. Powers watch Catholic. for those five and four teams like a Flint Powers because they yep. play up. Every game they play is up. Yeah, so they go into the playoffs like the St. Mary's, and now they're playing teams that are at their level, so mm-hmm. to speak, enrollment wise. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, watch out for Pops. That's in. a good point. They'll, be, right. they'll well. be in, and I think they'll make some noise. Yep. Well, we can't end the podcast without uh, recognizing our sponsors. Mm-hmm. So we want to do it at the top, but we're going to do it now. Uh, Diversified Members Credit Union, dmcu.com is the website. Please uh, support our sponsors. Of course, Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. It's the best fundraiser you can do out there. Uh, raise some money for your school. It's super easy with paper certificates to get free Hungry Howie's Pizza. So uh, check it out at doughraiser.com. You've got all the details there. All right, gentlemen. So uh, we will um, gather once again tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is for the State Champs scoreboard, which airs from 1030 to midnight on 97 won the ticket, a host of other stations across the state. And uh, you could check it out on Facebook Live. So that is always a fun time. Uh, we will see you then. Good luck to all the teams here in week nine. And of course, on Selection Sunday. That's right. See so, yes.